0: Welcome to Witch Police Radio episode number 98. This is our uh, special live on UMFM edition. Uh, if you're a regular listener to the show, you might be aware that uh, 101.5 FM in Winnipeg is uh, UMFM, which is a campus community radio station, and they broadcast our show on Monday nights at 11pm. Usually our episodes are pre-recorded and uh, we kind of send it to the station, send the files to the station and they broadcast it that way. But uh, once a year during their pledge drive, we show up actually at the station and do a live on air episode. So this one is a little bit dated by the time you're hearing it in podcast form. Uh, the pledge drive is over, but they um, managed to exceed their goal this year, which is fantastic. Uh, you know, we're really happy to see such a great station doing so well. And um, this episode, aside from the talk about the pledge drive and about the reasons for supporting community radio and all that, uh, it follows our regular format. There's a randomly generated theme word. And this week is gargantuan. And we have two guests. Our first guest is uh, Jared McKidiak, who is the station manager at UMFM. And uh, he's also been involved in a lot of things uh, in the local music scene uh, over the years. And uh, we also have Grant Partridge, who is a former member of the Eardrums, who releases music as Blue T-Shirt, and uh, who, which is what we talk about in this show, uh, is responsible for a new board game that's uh, going to be coming out soon called Vulture Culture. Culture. So uh, Grant and Jared join us and select songs that relate to the gargantuan theme. Uh, if you want to hear our show, as we mentioned, it's on Monday nights at 11 o'clock on 101.5 UMFM. It's also available in podcast form for free streaming and download at uh, witchpolice.com. And you can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on SoundCloud, all over the place. And all of those links are available um, on the podcast page on the Witch Police website. So we also want to encourage people to check out the Garbage Hill Network, which is a new network of uh, local podcasts uh, of various uh, kind of topics and themes. But it's just kind of a way to find uh, the best local independent radio all in one, one easy, to, easy to use site. So if you go to garbageheldnetwork.com, you can find our show. You can find our friends in Couch Surfing, uh, shows like Warped and Creased, shows like Loose Ropes, all kinds of great uh, independent radio. So check it out and uh, enjoy the show. <music>
1: Hey, hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is Witch Police Radio.
0: Yeah, we're back uh, for our annual live on the air episode. Here we are for number two, and we're here
1: because of a pledge drive. This is your regular host, John. This is your regular host, Sam. And we're in here at studio, as mentioned, at the University of Manitoba. And we have two guests in what is actually the actual studio, actually, right uh, now. Not
0: a blanket fort, yeah. So, uh, one of our guests is uh, UMFM's uh, head-on show himself, uh, and I'm sure he'll want to tell you all about the Pledge Drive that's happening right now, so uh, welcome to your own studio and our show, Jared. Oh, thank you.
2: Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes, thank you very much. Uh, we've been trying to do this for a while, and, uh, and I do want to come and record in the blanket for it. Yeah. That yeah. sounds like a lot of fun. It is good time. Um, uh, and, uh, yeah, Pledge Drive going fantastically, and uh, I'm, I'm glad to be a part of this.
1: Great. Yeah, we'll get to some of the d- those details shortly, and our other guest with us is... Grant Partridge. Hello, good evening. And Grant is, we've played some music and you have a
3: game coming out that we're going to get yeah, I keep busy. too. yeah. Yeah, uh, a board game to be specific. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I'm actually really interested in hearing about it. It sounds like really a cool. You, not every day you talk to someone who has made their own board game. That's true. But uh, people have listened to the show before. Uh, the way it works is we have a randomly generated theme word, and we all select songs that relate to the theme and talk about them from there. So this week, the theme is...
3: Gargantuan. Which is pretty awesome. I, I like it. It. Is, it is a pretty good theme. It's yeah. the sweet spot of, you know, not too esoteric and still, you know, constraining enough, I think, right? So, yeah. Yeah.
1: I yeah, know, yeah, I I surprisingly usually I it's I'm notorious for leaving things till the last minute and I did once again but I found like <laughs> several things and I kind of wanted to do uh I could do you know do you want uh, to start
0: start things off this week or
1: no I think we should talk a little bit about um Maybe why we cool. are in here in studio and so, Jared, do you want to tell a
2: little bit about the fun drive? I'm sure listeners of you and <laughs> have been hearing all about it. They might have heard a thing or two. Uh, so, basically, Pledgerama 2014 is uh, is well underway, as the ad just told us. Uh, we started on Friday at 6:30. We're going till fri- uh, f- uh, Friday the 24th at 8 p.m. Uh, and currently, our most up to date total, uh, and you know, we are we are kind of killing it. So, Winnipeg, you're you're pretty awesome. You're Showing us lots of support. We are currently at twenty thousand eight hundred fifty-eight dollars and and twenty-one cents. That's pretty awesome, yeah. which is pretty awesome. I think that um, you know it would be pretty cool for this for this uh, witch police radio hour to push us over the twenty-one thousand dollar mark. Oh, I was thinking thirty, but okay. <laughs> well, hey, I know I know you, know, I know you guys have well-healed listeners oh, and yeah. well-healed supporters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so basically, uh, pledge drive, uh, pledgeorama third year in existence. What we're looking to do this year is we're looking to raise $28,000, which represents roughly 20% of our annual operating budget. Uh, the money does not go to making me any more fat and sassy. Uh, it does not go into HR costs, uh, you know, playing tickets for the staff to Aruba. Uh, what it goes into is producing great community and campus radio, uh, buying things like uh, new microphones, cables, computers, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. Uh, We've got a pretty amazing live recording studio across the hall, um, and it goes towards keeping that up. And then costs that we have no control over that are constantly going up and up and up. uh, Things like our transmitter rental space, which over the last 10 years has jumped in price by about two hundred dollars per month uh which is which is awesome uh and then uh we've got things like uh, a technical uh company that we keep on retainer to maintain that transmitter come in fix our boards should should, uh, somebody dump coffee on it um you know all sorts of things costs that really are unavoidable for Mm -hmm. us and we didn't want to ask students for any more money because the students have been giving uh, graciously to UMFM since day one, and uh, and we think they're uh, pretty awesome. So, you know, this was the next next uh, next wave in fundraising for us. Cool. Yeah, because it hasn't been going on for that many years. How many years running through? Year? this? Third This is third year. Uh, and the thing is... Um, it's the bread and butter for campus and community radio stations across the country. Uh, we were very much an anomaly. I used to go to these these radio conferences, and they'd say, so when do you guys do your fun drive? Yeah. When, do, when does that happen? And I'd say, well, we actually don't do one. And they'd look at me, and they'd say, you're crazy. Because that's something that campus and community radio stations and, and things like PPS have been doing since the dawn of time. And, okay, so you know first and foremost yes making the money it's a great thing it's a necessary thing for us it is a it is something that we look to turn into a sustainable source of revenue but what's better uh, for me anyways seeing all of our hosts come together a lot of them don't know one another uh they play play music from all sorts of different ends of the spectrum but they are all united in one sort of cause towards raising money and then the second thing is the outpouring of support that we're getting from the community and what's cool is okay yeah we've got repeat donors and repeat uh, people pledging throughout the week but it's when we get new pledges from people show hosts are like Oh, who's who's that guy? You know, this guy just pledged two hundred dollars to my show. Who is he? And I'm like, I don't know. He pledged online. He paid, uh, you know, with using the online form. It's not my mom or my dad. Who could it be? <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, you see, uh, you see lots of uh, common last names on certain shows, mm-hmm. and it's like that's awesome. Your family supports yeah. what you do. Um, you know, you're very, very lucky. Uh, my family supports what I do, which you know is awesome. But it's reaching out. It's finding those listeners who I know are out there. They're listening. They call. Yeah. They win concert tickets. They come to our shows. They come to our events. First time ever this year, we did a, a kickoff party at the West End. We had a surprise party. Um, Noble Thieves and Kieran West and his Buffalo band cool. play. We had about 170 people through the doors that night, which is which is fantastic. Um, you know, Half Pints was on board. They brewed a special uh, a special concoction for us that night, which sold out in under an hour so you know it just also goes to prove something that I've known that our our supporters and listeners like to drink fancy beer yeah. and they like good music so
0: so if people call in to pledge like they can get all kinds of
2: awesome swag all kinds of awesome swag uh, this year um, everybody who pledges whether you Pick a tax receipt, which helps you out. Uh, you get some of that money back from the government, uh, or you pick pick the uh, the incentives uh, everybody 's getting a friends with benefits card, so it goes uh, awesome. and is good at over forty different businesses in and around town. All your favorite record stores uh, from Into the Music, Music Trader, Winnipeg Record and Tape, uh, Dubditch Picnic, and Planet of Sound. I think we've covered almost all of our bases, Um, you know, and then stuff like Galaxy Comics is a new one this year, Um, you know. cool. Yeah, the board game selection there. They do have a good <laughs> g- board game selection. And and what we've found and I use the term music nerd affectionately, we're also nerdy in our in, in our other pursuits. We <laughs> like to buy things like comics sure, yeah. and action figures and all sorts of fun stuff, yeah. right? <laughs> um We've got uh, clothing stores like Skate, uh, Green Apple, the Urban Bakery. Half the uh, village, I think, is basically on yeah, there. Probably, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, and then and then the like Jazz Winnipeg uh, is super gracious, longtime supporter of the station. Uh, you can buy uh, a club fest- or a festival club pass, ten percent off, plus plus ten percent off select concerts throughout the year. So, for instance, uh, a show I'm super excited about: um, DJ Shadow, Cut Chemist coming, playing the records of a- African Babata. On uh, the R- uh, Renegades of Rhythm tour, cool. so you could take that and uh, and buy tickets and and get some money off of it. So. That's awesome! Nice.
0: We also decided uh, just to m- encourage people to pledge a little more f- to our show. Particularly, uh, I have these little very extremely DIY tapes here. Uh, we have a lot of live performances on our show that happen. You know, every maybe four or five episodes, we get a band in, they play a live show in the basement fort, and uh, I decided, blanket fort, I decided to make these little uh, tapes, uh, ten minute tapes and five minute tapes. They got. Two or four songs on them, and uh, there's four of them. Basically, anyone who pledges anything to our show, first come, first served. Um, they're all awesome performances by local bands, like
1: and one of a
2: kinds.
0: Yeah, well yeah, one, editions of one. We have, these are you can't get like you know an extra copy of these. It's,
3: I'm gonna buy one and torrent one immediately.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I'll tell you right now. I was talking about our live studio. One of the impetuses for putting that together was hearing some of your live performances, oh, really? like the stuff that you did That's on CQW. Cool. Oh, you know,
0: oh, like our bands and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And it's like, okay, so when we renovate the studio, we renovated four or five years ago, Mike and I actually got to, uh, Michael Elves, our program director, and I actually got to be involved in a lot of the planning. And
3: Grant is a former UMFM show host. Yes, he, it's true. He, I was, my, my tenure with the station far precedes... <laughs> The renovations, so I have a very clear before and after perspective on things, and and the pledge drive too is also you know, um, it exists only after I worked at the station, so it's really clear to see the benefits that the the um, the program is running. So. And I think that
2: one of the things that you would probably attest to is the fact that the station, it it was it was very homey. It was it was super functional mm-hmm.
3: but there was when you would touch the the console and it would you know deactivate because of the static electricity yeah, and
2: there was things there was things that were unfunctionable about it Right, you know <laughs> like where you could do do an interview and you couldn't see the people across the table so we did things like hey let's improve the sight lines let's yeah, yeah. give let's give our DJs a good place to work and the big thing for us was let's build a live studio i've always been a fan of uh, obviously, I mentioned your stuff, yeah. but also John Peel and the Peel Sessions oh, was sure, a yeah. huge, sure. huge influence on me. And so it was like I want to do live performances here, and it's it's you know it's rock and roll, it's music at its purest essence, and and getting people in there. We had one this afternoon that was you know. Took some time setting up, getting the sound right, and then it was just like freewheeling, and it was all sorts of awesome. And watching people respond to it instantaneously through yeah. social media was really cool. So, guys.
0: cool. Maybe we should uh, start things off with the music, uh, with you picking a song. Uh, you know, since you uh
2: since I since I'm I'm at the board.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're in control of everything right now. So, uh, what are you gonna?
2: <gasps> well. Uh, thought about the theme and uh, thought about the idea of Gargantuan, and of course, the first thing that comes to mind is is big, right? Yeah. Um, so,
3: the Tom Hanks movie, you
2: mean? Yes, yes. Right, yeah. So I'm going to play uh, <laughs> chopsticks on a giant uh, <laughs> gi- giant uh, piano. No. Um, the band, uh, the Giant Sons, were a really, really uh, big band for me uh, when I started doing stuff here. Uh, I used to work with one of the guys um, in a band that predated them called the March-December Swing. Oh, I remember uh, those guys, yeah. Yeah, I Kevin Remple.
0: I have one of their singles, that, that seven inch they put out. Yep. Still have it, yeah, I think
2: that's the only thing they ever put out. It might be, yeah. Yeah, and so when the March-December Swing broke up, uh, you know, Giant Sons formed uh, Dave Kutch and Robbie Richardson and the Beeve, who most people now know Propaganda. as as a uh, member of Propaganda. Yeah. Um, and they m- were making music that was really, really uh, hitting me. Sort of in the wheelhouse at that point, I was really into instrumental stuff like Don Caballero. I was really into stuff like uh, like Mogwai, lots of post rock. And these guys were loud, and they were really really technically gifted musicians and so uh g7 one of the last sort of things they did before they shuttered uh, and closed uh closed uh their doors in terms of putting stuff out i think you can still get stuff through the distro that's they're an archival in status now i guess yeah so and that's what they did with this Giant Suns record: is they put it out digitally, and they the the band put out a couple of different uh, EPs. And so, uh, yeah, I played the played the Giant Suns, or I'm picking the Giant Suns, uh, a track called "Anyone Want to Buy My Bass Amp?" Uh, an ode to musicians everywhere. You know, keep playing, keep plugging away. Don't sell your instruments. They might be uh, something that you want to keep at some point And reminisce so awesome yeah so i'm gonna play that and uh i guess uh we'll be back do you, yeah we talk after every song right we sure do yeah. excellent so what are we listening to we're listening to umfm and you give them money yes yes just standing by right <laughs> yes 204-474-6610 if you want to make a pledge giant sons
1: we're back on witch police radio on one 1.5 umfm A special live in studio edition yeah and i think all of our mums phoned during that previous song so thanks so much and if anyone else would like to phone and pledge this is the pledgerama the annual drive to raise some money to uh, keep the antenna on top of the building etc cetera, etc cetera. and you can phone at four seven four six six one zero. Area code 204? How about that?
2: No. I think everyone still has the area code 204. I don't know I don't know no, no. I actually, we've got a volunteer here, and he gave me his uh, his cell phone number, and I'm like, is this going to work? Do I have to dial long distance? He's like, no, man. He's like, this is a new area code. Really? He's uh, like, I was super stoked to get this. And I've I'm never like, I've never met anyone. That's great. <laughs> good, Good yeah. for you. Yeah. Good for
3: you, buddy. <laughs> That's the sort of stuff that makes life exciting, right? Yeah, yeah. You know? oh yeah.
0: What so is the new area code? Four three, I don't even know. I don't know. Seven zero oh, eight two three five. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, but that was Giant Suns. And that, that was, was awesome. Giant Suns. Definitely fits the gargantuan theme.
2: Yes,
3: okay.
0: and uh, so thank you for choosing that. Yes, and uh, we're gonna go uh, over to our other guest here. Um, talk Hello, about, uh, I am still here. Talk to Grant <laughs> about <laughs> what he's. What he <laughs> thank wants you for staying. Do. My yes. pleasure. Yes, this uh, is a very comfortable seat. It is actually it has a nice little studio. I like mm-hmm. it. Yes, um, and
3: it's all thanks to the the donors of UMFM. Yes, very cushy chairs, yeah. mm-hmm. yes. and they don't make lots of noise when you move around. No, yeah, which is yeah. Important. You miss that, don't you? Oh, you sure <laughs> do. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So, Grant, why don't we go back to what you used to do on the station? Just because I'm, I'm not familiar with your sh-
3: the show that you used to do. Why don't we? Um, there's we not have a lot
4: time to. S-
3: music. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> um, there's not a lot to say. I had a show called Wave of Mutilation. I, um, <laughs> it was. <obviously laughs> you were a student here. I was a student here. That's right, and. Um, I'd, uh, let me think about the chronology. I believe that I, I got on board as a volunteer after I'd submitted a, a, a demo of my electronic music that I released under the name Blue T shirt, and, and y'all fell um, head over heels for it. It went up to number two on the charts, and cool. uh, I got to, to develop some really great local c- connections, and um, f- from there I wound up doing my own show. And uh, it was really a great opportunity to teach, to put myself through uh, like indie rock school. Yeah. So um, I I having to find CanCon every week forced me to discover so many great Canadian bands and <laughs> stuff like that. So, um, I probably would never have done that if I hadn't had the show. So I owe a lot of my musical understanding to trying to discover new stuff every week to play on the show. It lasted three to four years, and uh, I look back on the time fondly. Nice. And oh. you've you've played
1: in bands, you've played music, That's and
3: right. you've now you're coming out with a board game that is the plan. and I, the I, hope.
1: I was reading about it today. It sounds interesting. I'm intrigued. Do you want to tell
3: us a little bit about it? I can try. Um, the elevator pitch is still a bit shaky, but... Uh, it, so the game is called Vulture Culture. It's um, if, if you're more familiar with games like Monopoly and Risk, it might be a little, you know, a bit of a leap to, underst- to wrap your head around how the game works and plays. But um, So every player takes the role of a hungry, hungry vulture. Not to be confused with a hungry, hungry hippo, <laughs> mind you. Um, and... It's your goal to try and feed yourself and in order to do that you have to uh to get the best food. Get the get the first dibs on the carcass, you got to be at the top of the pecking order at the yeah. end of the round. And to do that, you have to beat the snot out of the other birds around the table. Or yeah, it's a table that you're playing. The birds Is it
1: is there a little bit of um risk theory at play here or like, you know, if you because you're, you're playing to either defend something
3: or to attack something or to whatever, right? That's right. So, I mean, there's yeah, um, there's a lot of diplomacy going on around the table where um, in order for you to really succeed, you have to simultaneously convince other people that it's worth supporting you and not backstabbing you at the last minute because both of those are generally advantageous things to do. So uh, it plays a little like if you've ever played the game uh, Munchkin or uh, Cosmic Encounter. Those are games that are kind of similar to it. And Risk, or, or the game Diplomacy as well, right. which is sort of the granddaddy of uh, I'm never talking to you again games. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully this one's a little more friendly. Um, kids seem to really love it, which cool. is interesting. And uh, it's over and about, you need about five to seven players to, to play it, and it's, it takes about half an hour to play. Uh,
0: yeah. And it's actually getting, you have an, there's an event coming up that, that you're going to be... That's
3: right. Um, it's not available yet. It's still being developed and play Play Playtesting is a huge part of the process of developing a board game. It right. takes a, a lot of time and a lot of effort. Um, so I'm trying to play the game about a 100 times or so before I actually go ahead and say that, okay, there aren't any super huge bugs. In order, in order to do that, I need to find unsuspecting strangers to force the game upon. And so there's this... You should have brought it here. Yeah, I was going to, but I couldn't fit it in my bag, into my <laughs> UMFM pledgeorama tote bag. It uh, perfectly holds the vinyl records, but... Uh,
2: not so much the board, well, yeah, the board yeah. game. We'll yeah. have to
1: work on that. So when is this improvement? Right. Um,
3: we'll when is this event where people can get a chance to try it I'm out? I'm glad you asked. So um, <laughs> <laughs> the event is called GymCon. It's a board game convention. That's people get together from Friday afternoon all through Saturday and then Sunday around the middle of the day they call it quits and the whole time they're playing board games. It's at a community center, uh Bronx Park. Oh yeah. And uh, um, it's there are lots of local developers. Interestingly enough, there are about seven people who will either be talking about or presenting their own games. But really, it's it's you know an event by the fans for the fans and to play whatever sort of games that you want. It's it's really um, it's kind of unique because it's there are lots of other sort of games that lots of people tend to congregate and play like Magic the Gathering and tabletop miniatures games and Dungeons and Dragons. But this is really more focused on board games, which is kind mm-hmm. of interesting because yeah, it's it's cool. kind of, and I like that because board games. Well, if you want to get into magic, you have to, uh, you know, kind of devote your whole life to it. Same with like Dungeons and Dragons. Every Saturday or whatever, you have to spend four hours playing, yeah. and that's a big commitment if you're a grown up. <laughs> yeah, and you know, yeah, I'm sure, I'm, sure. I'm I'm aspiring to be a grown up, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. so I found that just you know the board game thing was much better fit for my lifestyle, and then kind of unfortunately spiraled out of control, and now my collection takes up you know as more space than my. My record collection. Yeah, I've been to
1: people's houses where they have, like, walls of more modern-day board games, and I've never heard of any of them, and I'm intrigued and and feel like I might be missing out on something, and I want to talk more about this, but maybe we should get into another song. Uh, Grant, why don't you throw out, because you have um, have a blog, and you have a website and stuff, too, so is there some place people can go to check out a little bit more about what you're talking
3: about? Yeah, um, I use the name Blue T-Shirt to sort of tie together all of the creative stuff that I do now. Uh, It used to be the name of the Electronic Music Project that I um, pursued 13 years ago. Can so you still get the records? Uh, you can listen to them on SoundCloud from the website. So They're fantastic. I would, th- I would highly, well, highly thanks, recommend it.
0: It's Gosh. also worth mentioning that one of your uh, albums from when you were in the eardrums is available on witchpolice.com.
3: That's true. We never even mentioned, I think, the eardrums by name, but no, that was remember. a band that I was in, and um, yeah, I had reached out to Sam when uh, Witch Police was more of a um, blog
0: Archive of local stuff. That's right,
3: anything. yes. The, the number one source for Grandpa's Army. web. Still is. Still is. Yeah. That's right, yes. Yeah. The one and
0: only. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> so, um, right, uh, blueteazer.ca. That's what I was, that's what I was cool. hoping to get out. Um, and that's, that's where you can learn all about me and about the game and about... Uh, uh, yeah, if you ever want to play it, you can find my contact info on there and then get in touch. Very cool.
0: But, so what do you got for a song to go with the Gargantuan theme?
3: I chose... Um, something with gargantuan riffs. <laughs> this is um, Slater from my favorite Slater-Kinney record, The Woods. It's a good album. And it's a really uh, timely dis- choice because, you know, Word on the Street is they're reforming. They've got a song and their uh, new song out, and they've named the new record and everything, so that was completely coincidence. I grabbed this just because it was, you know, it's one of the, the most badass records that I own. So, uh, yeah, we're going to play Wilderness. Off of the Woods by Slater-Kinney. All right, you're on Witch Police Radio, UM UMFM.
1: police radio we're back live on the air at umfm 11.5 at the university of manitoba we're here because of the Rama. yeah and if you're
0: listening please give us a call and uh well, not give us a call but give the, the nice volunteers give to the station go. a
1: call the number is 204-474-6610 i see that the uh total is 20,883 dollars and 21 cents so
0: maybe someone gave us 21 cents i don't know
1: right on listener but So we've got two guests here in studio. One of them happens to be making everything work.
0: Yep. And the other one makes board games work.
1: Yeah. And so we were talking, um, Grant cheering the song there, but like this is the first game you've ever made. That's right. And it's kind of uncharted territory. It's kind of tricky. Now, Mm -hmm. I imagine you must be somewhat of an aficionado or must be
3: into playing board games to even want to Absolutely. That's Attempt something like this. That, it, it, it doesn't come from... I'm sure there are people out there who want to design games that don't play them, but uh, I wouldn't want to play their games. Uh, so about five years or so ago, I I discovered games. I, we wandered into... A, it was Pendragon, I think, which oh, is, yeah, you yeah. know, mm. yeah. uh, an institution in the Winnipeg loser scene. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah. They, uh, they don't do a super good job of, you know making an enticing environment but the <laughs> folks there are very into what they're doing you're into dim yeah. lights or something yeah, yeah that's right and, yeah. And, and and you know really ratty carpet and yeah. you know a little bit of that a bit of a dank smell uh, make yeah a little bit of fuck yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah 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 so yeah. so we walked in there not knowing what we wanted and we left with a game called carcassonne
0: oh yeah yeah. yeah. which is you know a
3: horrible name for a game yeah. but uh, especially if you don't know that it's a city in france it just sounds yeah. like well, i don't know like a a local black metal group or something. Totally. yeah, it would be a good name for next. Yeah, week. for sure. I think uh. the games,
0: though, like board games, seem to be just in general so much more popular lately. I mean. I play board games. I have friends who come over and play board games and it's like, you know, I have kids that have a lot of time to... Right. You know, but it's like people are coming over to our house for a few hours mm-hmm. pull out the board games and it's like...
3: Yeah, the reluctance to do that is kind of melted away. Yeah. Well, I think
1: part of it had to do with games being like
3: Life or Monopoly, or Monopoly and it's yeah. like, well,
1: shit, that's no fun. That's <laughs> yeah, a lot...
3: Yeah. Of, that's got a lot to do with it. The games that we all grew up playing with a few exceptions, I think, were really not very good games. What's um, inter-
2: what, I mean, what's interesting about that, though, is that when we go out to our cabin during the summer, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like it's like the place where board games go to die. So right. you have Monopoly an and, like and all stuff, yeah, and all of a sudden, you know, after you you've had a couple of drinks and mm-hmm. yeah, you right. know games like Clue, and you know playing Clue with my kids, yeah, this year was like it was super fun yeah. and it was super exciting because I remember when I was. You know, six or seven years old and playing Clue with my cousins or playing Monopoly for the first time, and I think it's important, and I will enjoy yeah. playing those games for sure. because you know they are pretty lame <laughs> at their at their heart, and mm-hmm. they've got a very very short window of enjoyability True. before you want to throw it out the window, yeah. yeah. Before the ki- and before the kids, the kids are just like, yeah, in. no, thanks, I'm going to go play this video game over here. Yeah, mm-hmm, well, I think right?
0: that's the video game thing is a good thing to bring up because I think a lot of people. I mean, I, I can't, I'm not into video games at all. I can't, I have a very, very small attention span for video games. Mm-hmm. I can play for five minutes and then, okay, I'm done, I'm going to do something else. Yeah. But board games it almost seems like an alternative for people who are adults, as you're saying, and mm-hmm. aren't into video games, because I know a lot of people who are even into their 50s who are big video gamers, but... Yeah. You know, it seems like it's just a physical... Maybe it has something to do with listening to records and tapes and things and into the physical, you know, uh, tactile part of it. I don't yeah, know
3: I, I, I get a totally different thing out of it than I do. I haven't played um, uh, video games, except I played I played Super Mario Brothers 2 last night, actually, right. for about, you know... <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. I, but the princess fell down the hole, like, four times yeah. in five yeah. minutes, and I, I turned it off real quick. Yeah. But, uh, yeah... Um, I get totally different things out of both of those experiences. Sure, yes. You know, yeah. it's, a feel, it's it's usually you play games now. You're not in the same room as someone there, you know.
0: Yeah, are you talking uh, to them yeah. on a headset or something? Right. Yeah. and uh, They're just, you
3: know, calling you all sorts of nasty things, yeah. you know, because they're strangers or whatever.
2: Yeah. But uh, you, Go ahead. Sorry.
3: Uh, yeah. My point is, you know, it's, uh, it's really a nice opportunity to have people over and uh, just chill out. And I wouldn't, you know, be as social as I am if I didn't play games as often as I do.
2: What's interesting, too, though, is for people of a certain age demographic yeah. where... They all grew up playing board games. There's a certain nostalgia factor Definitely, for yeah, it right sure, now, and sure. and mm-hmm. it's coming back around. And I mean, have any of you guys? I'm I'm gonna say that I'm guessing Grant maybe has been to the the board game cafe that's opened up down in the exchange. I haven't yet. No, I have. I haven't.
1: I, s- I stopped in, but I only ate food. I didn't, yeah. yeah, And didn't I,
2: I I haven't been there yet. But I, I I hear, been I've been wanting to. I hear it's lots of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, uh, whatever the game, I like my father-in-law comes to town and he is a huge diplomacy risk access and allies type guy and Rognard
3: as they call them. Yeah.
2: And those, those epic battles amongst the, the, uh, the male members and any, any female members of the family who actually want to, get into that that stinky room for six to eight hours that those campaigns are going to take I mean there's lots of lots of booze and some some cigar smoking and it's
3: it's it's a bonding experience And it's pretty different, though, that um, th- th- there are so many different ways to enjoy them, too, right? Yeah. You know, Usually, most of the modern games these days, they're not eight-hour slogs. They're 45 minutes in and out. You yeah, know? they
0: make them so they're nice and short, and it's, you don't get to the monopoly part where you're ready to kill the other person because <laughs> you've been playing for six hours and like no one is winning. Yeah. And no one gets eliminated
3: half, like within half an hour.
2: Yeah. There's, there's no player
3: elimination yeah. in games. Yeah. And... and, and
2: the thing, yeah. with, the thing with thing with those uh, is these guys are all war buffs, history buffs, and so they're playing from that sort of angle. Yeah, for sure. And I have no idea yeah. as to a lot of it, and I just kind of come in and I just do whatever I want to do, and I piss them all off, yeah. and it's just like, well, you why you, Why there. are you doing that? You're not supposed to be doing yeah. it that way. And I'm just like, hey man, it's pass, an import- me, pass me it's another, good, yes. pass me another beer. <laughs> it's an important role to play. Someone's
3: got to be a shit disturber. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and and I then, couldn't uh, think of a better one than you. Well, well, you know it happens. From it's time a it's to time. a really
0: cool it's a really cool thing that it's, that it's popular again now. Mm-hmm. And I do want to talk more about it, but we should get into a song because uh, unlike our regular show we're on a tight timeline right now, so we're uh, never going to
1: make the sixth song. No, show, will, but no. here we go.
0: John's uh, got something you want to? Yeah, I um I thought about
1: the show um a little bit more than ten minutes right before it started today, and uh, <laughs> I had a few ideas, but most of them are fairly long, so I'm going to play a song that won't take up too much time here. Cool. Um, this is a song off of an album by Geyer's Connection. Uh, This is a Swiss duo that were around in like the 80s and um, yeah, I came across them in just an article I was reading and uh, they came out with some albums at the time. They went their separate ways but the first album that they came out with was in 1982. It's called Portrait and it was just these two guys, they were 14 and 15 at the time. That's crazy. They had like two synths, a drum machine, a four track and just came out with an awesome sounding album. I don't have that one with me. I have... um (laughs) one that (laughs) (laughs) such a good intro too yeah no but this one and this is and Sebastian (laughs) this album was kind of released later on but it's from 82 to 84 these were tracks that were found on like a four track and released later on so they're
0: still teenagers when this is this is
1: still yeah them as teenagers and um, there's some just great some of the songs in here are really great dance tunes
0: so how does it fit the gargantuan well I'm
1: going to play a song called Gorilla's Dance which, if uh, one were to imagine a gorilla dancing, yeah, it would be a and these arg- guys, gargantuan These guys were
2: from Switzerland, you said? Yeah. So are they still 14 and, 14 and 15? They're just living in the Alps and <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah. sustaining themselves yeah. on, on chocolate. And As we yeah. all know, there's no aging. <laughs> well, <specifically. you> know, <laughs> it's a neutral yeah. country. Yeah. 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 yeah, I think
1: I I haven't followed through with you know what music they've done in, f- since then, because I know the one guy has done a lot of production in electronic music. Let's get him on the show. Let's do it. That's a great (laughs) idea. Let's, uh, for now, check out Gorilla's Dance by Geyer's Connection. Awesome. We're back. That was Gorillas Dance by Guy's Connection. That's really cool. Yeah, with Witch Police Radio on one one point five UMFM. It was great.
0: Yeah, I, I liked it. Please. Yeah, there's
1: some great songs on here that I'm gonna work into future themes, but I thought awesome. you know, why not Gorilla's Dance? Pretty gargantuan, gargantuan for sure, yeah. Stuff yeah. happening. Yeah. Nailed it. So
0: we're here uh in the umfm studio which is a bit of a departure from our regular show uh because we want people to support the station uh they were nice enough to pick up our podcast and start broadcasting it which is awesome so um yeah
1: we're usually putting out a podcast on whichpolice.com but it also comes out monday nights right
0: now yep. yeah 11 o'clock so uh you know hopefully people are listening to the show when it
3: airs and yeah, well, that's the trick listen to the show when it airs then go and catch the extended edition podcast true, the next yeah, day yeah, yeah. well
2: it's interesting um this afternoon, I had uh, Matt Moskell from yep. the Supporting yep. Act. You guys were just both featured in an article the in United, the United did a couple right, weeks yeah. ago. They put he, a
0: great picture of me in there, yeah.
2: and he <laughs> was and talking. John. <laughs> John, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was talking about uh, the fact that he's now. We picked up his show. I we're airing it, it on yeah. Sunday nights, and we're three episodes in now. And he thinks. He doesn't have any exact numbers, but he's thinking he's getting some more feedback, and people have been tuning in and listening. And uh, Synergy. You know, th- there's a huge emerging, uh, apparently. You guys have been at the forerunner of it for a while. You've been doing the podcast on a regular basis. Yeah, once a week, yeah. And stuff has been sort of coming and going, but now there's a podcast network that's launched. Yeah, that that's right. Yeah, we're part, we're
0: of. part of it. Yeah, it's the Garbage Hill Network. It's uh, the guys from the couch Surfing
2: Show kind of yeah, put that together. and they put our... Uh, Loose Ropes. That's right, yeah. That's wrestling of the wrestling podcast is on it now, too. So
0: so. The idea behind that whole thing was just to make, like, kind of a one-stop shop to find really good local independent DIY radio that, yeah. I mean, you know, obviously some of the shows are affiliated with UMFM, and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe in the future some will be with other stations, but it's yeah. just, like, you know, people doing this stuff in their... Well, it's
2: interesting. At our at our kickoff show the other night, I was talking to Kent from yeah. CKW, yeah. and he was he said you know that's awesome you guys are doing that and he's like we would like to be doing that as well and yeah you know it makes sense it makes sense it's it's great radio and it's super easy we we do a lot of syndication stuff as is it's like why not syndicate stuff from your own backyard why not pull stuff in because it's got a real good local bent and you guys are supportive of local music and that's important to us so yeah
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, community radio and podcasts—kind of where it's at because you get to choose to do what you want to do, yeah, for sure. and for sure, that's what yeah. people want to hear. So and you get to oh, choose you your
0: own music that you want to hear. And that's not necessarily going to be the same things that are you're, you're told to listen to. And so, uh, in that, with that in mind, I'm going to pick a song. <laughs> it's a horrible segue. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you're new at this. It's yeah. okay. You'll, yeah. you'll get the hang of and it. It's not like i have been doing this every week for a couple shows, of years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but I'm going to play a song uh, that fits the gargantuan theme. The song is called Gigantor. Uh, it's by Helmet, which is one of my favorite bands, and I've actually never had a chance to play them on the
1: show. I yet. haven't listened to Helmets since Great ten, maybe. Yeah. I, st- I
0: still listen to Helmet all the time; they're awesome. But uh, they did the song Gigantor, which is the theme song to the t- cartoon Gigantor from the '60s, yep. and uh, it's on this Saturday Morning Greatest Hits, Saturday Morning awesome. Cartoons Greatest Hits compilation, which came out in '95. And yeah, it's awesome. I mean, I discovered a whole bunch of bands from this at mm-hmm. the time, and it's uh, this was kind of like my
2: favorite. Well this is my introduction to HR Puffin Stuff which for is sure, which is sure. a big yeah. big part of uh my uh viewing with my kids. They just kind of roll the <laughs> roll their joke. eyes yeah. at me like dad what are we doing? yeah, uh, so, yeah a number of times. So. The compilation is just a
0: bunch of bands that I guess were, you know, 90s bands covering <laughs> theme songs from when they were kids so it's a lot of 60s and 70s stuff a lot of shows that kind of predate me but yeah I, I went back and have watched some of the stuff on YouTube and some of it's super weird but uh, Gigantor was a Japanese cartoon uh, it came to America in 66 and it's about a giant robot who uh, is, acts as a guardian of peace so this is Helmet uh, covering the theme song
4: quite a little robot, you thought. He's bigger than big, taller than tall, he's than trick, and than stronger than strong, and they didn't fight right against wrong. The ganter rocks, especially in black and white, just rock.
0: But up, gigantic Gigantor. Uh, I feel like a lot of Japanese stuff um, from that kind of time period had, like, giant things that were friends to children. Because, like, all those Gamera movies, like, that's this whole deal, right? Gamera is a friend to children. And, I mean, obviously anyone who's seen our old band, The Mouth Boat, is aware of how much I love that shit. I mean, and, like... Yeah. Yeah. Every time I go on the radio, I just, I can't help it.
2: Anyway. Gamera, a giant space turtle. Yeah. <laughs> he was a friend to children. He was. Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Kids love turtles. So back on.
0: <laughs> Kids, <laughs> it's yeah, true. They do. They do. It's yeah.
2: true. It's a It's a very easy introductory pet. <laughs> it is. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It also lives in sewers and eats pizza and stuff, too. That's yeah. Right. yeah.
2: yeah. Well,
1: well. All right. So here on Witch Police Radio on UMFM 11.5. If you'd care to pledge, it's the pledge arama the third annual? Third annual. Third, third annual. annual. Pledge annual. Pledge <laughs> annual arama <laughs> You can phone at 204-474-6610 if you'd like to pledge. And, Jared, we didn't really mention some of the particular... Well, we we touched on some of the incentives, but... Well, we
0: should touch on our incentives again, because we sure. want people to listen to these tapes. Like, we have live, as we have mentioned before, live recordings on our show. A lot of bands. You like tapes? We got tapes. Well, people do like tapes now. Tapes and, uh, are making a comeback, much like They're board are. games. Exactly. Tapes and board games. So probably. we have, uh, you know, uh, four tapes here. You pledge anything, name drop our show, you get these tapes. It's live recordings from uh, the Blanket Fort and elsewhere uh, on our podcast.
1: So don't get the wrong idea. Like, they sound good. They do sound good, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't sound like blankets (laughs) or forts it does sound
2: like tapes though uh and then the UM umfm stuff this year is particularly uh very cool we've got uh the toque is amazing the toque is amazing yes lots of people like the toque uh we've got a third edition of uh, transmissions from UM umfm all music recorded across the hall 17 tracks in all spanning genres and uh lots of uh lots of Uh, stuff will be uh, certainly familiar to fans of Witch Police because there's uh, you know the Zags are on there um, Future Kids is on there and a number of uh, uh, acts that you guys have actually interviewed so
0: probably the ones we haven't will be on the show at some point or another so that's
2: what we're hoping synergy synergy Uh, then we've got a pretty kick-ass t-shirt a travel mug a toque and we've got a hoodie Um, we're taking pledges of all shapes and sizes and sorts uh, anywhere from 25 through $250 will get you uh, all sorts of cool stuff. Then we've got bonus draws. Um, the cool one, if you pledge $250, we've got this thing called the Golden Ticket. Oh, yeah. uh, it will, uh, you can uh, you can win one of five Golden Tickets, uh, Park Theater, West End Cultural Center, and the Pyramid Cabaret. You and a guest are eligible to go to each and every show at that particular venue for an entire calendar year, starting in January. And then the uh, jazz winnipeg festival we've got two super passes so if you are if you are limber and you are ready you can go to every jazz festival show and then we've got two five-day passes to the winnipeg folk festival and no camping because i don't know if necessarily if the campground is something that you want to put yourself through no if you it's want not, to not at all that's not on my conscience buy your own camping pass yeah for sure okay
1: and before <laughs> sam gets on another rant about camping at the folk fest uh grant you're coming <laughs> out with <laughs> a uh, grant our other guest has uh, a board game that he's designed, and it's... What stage is it in right
3: now? Because, you know, it's not out, people can't buy it, but they, but can, they can test play it, they can soon. play it. Correct, and I need people to play it. Um, uh, I am going out of my way to try and find unsuspecting strangers and foisting it upon them, and this upcoming event, Gym con is the ideal way to do that people who w- want to play games when they're there so JimCon.ca for more information about JimCon. uh bluetshirt.ca for more information about my game and if you want to get in touch with me and play it we can do that also keep an eye out at across the board cafe because hopefully a month or two i'll have playtesting testing events set up there that's awesome so cool. um, got all Grab the angles covered i think we got a pledge
0: Got a Steve Nelson awesome yeah We he's been on our show there Steve Nelson from Team Steve which is another really awesome local uh, radio show they're on uh, Punk Rock Radio out of Australia and they interview local bands here
3: yeah so awesome. Steve, Steve I'm guessing you, is, Steve. Getting, is getting a tape great yeah, he's and for, every, a tape, yeah. for every pledge I'm removing an article of clothing there so keep
1: them coming folks <laughs> and we're gonna play another song here on the gargantuan theme are yeah. we just gonna play one more are we gonna play two more we might
2: play two more i think we got time for two we'll more We'll do two. More. i think we could do that okay so
0: let's go back to our guests uh jared do you want to uh pick something else to- uh
2: well um as listeners of umfm might know i have two children and uh as sam I also pass, you- and i'm not sure you guys may also have many children <laughs> running around um A lot of my my music listening these days, uh, if I'm at home, I'm listening to things that my kids want to listen to, and I'm trying to impart uh, a love of music, a love of good music to them. And, you know, we listen to things like Baby Go Ramones and things like that when they were very young, and then the standards, the Fred Penners and and whatnot, do slowly still leak in. But, um, you know what? we listen to lots of different stuff and uh we have a policy that they can go up to the cd uh the cd shelf and they can pull whatever they want off of it and they can we'll we will sit and we will listen to it uh you know provided it's not something super crazy I do the and, same thing
0: with records with my kids yeah, yeah.
2: and the one that is a huge hit in my house and hopefully will continue to be so is uh, They Might Be Giants who are awesome, awesome, uh, awesome yeah. in uh, in keeping with the gargantuan theme they are a gar- gargantuan band for me um, very very uh, early um, you know weird music that yeah. uh, helped shaped I think I remember listening and hearing something from their first record on and, like Brave New Waves or Nightlines yeah, grade 10 or grade 11 and it was just like wow these guys are super awesome and uh, they're singing about all sorts of cool historical things yeah. and it all makes sense they've got a series of really cool Kids' records, great
0: kids' records mm-hmm. for sure, yeah. Yeah. that
2: I would certainly uh, tell you to check out. And so, this is our favorite song collectively, uh, myself and Lily and Ethan. Uh, this is uh, Doctor Worm. The song rules. Beauty. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's uh, yeah, nicely done. He's not a real doctor, but he is a real worm. A real so worm, yeah. so yeah. there you go. Uh, yeah. So we'll be back. <laughs>
4: Interested in things. I'm not a real doctor, but I am.
2: Have, have you ever it. seen the video? Yeah, it's great. It's a great yeah. video. Yeah. Yeah. All
0: their videos are great. Like they just—I don't know—it's super creative and, and awesome. it's a
2: great music documentary too. Gigantic. Uh, yeah, that's, Gigantic. What, that's the connection yeah. right yeah. to the yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, the theme.
0: Yeah.
3: Clever. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, it's um. They still got it too. Uh, like we were just talking about. I had myself brought. Their newest album, Nanobots. Here, and I was going to play something off of them by them. If you hadn't, so, so well, there you go. You free me up to play something else. Yeah, Great. that's some synergy, which yeah. is the word of We've uh, said
0: it enough times that something like synergy <laughs> keeps coming up. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no thanks to uh, to Steve for calling in and pledging, and hopefully other people are listening to this and thinking about. Uh
1: yeah, we appreciate the continued support, and yep. uh, any listeners can also go to www www.witchpolice.com to yeah, check out other f- podcasts with other guests and themes.
0: Yeah, it's all there for free download and streaming. And, uh, you know, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on SoundCloud, we're on Instagram, all that Do stuff. you
2: put it up through iTunes?
0: No. no. Um, not really, no. Uh, Stitcher, right?
2: mostly on Stitcher. And iTunes is a headache, headache for those of you out there who are looking to do podcasts. That was
0: actually what happened. I tried to do it. it did, they don't tell you what the reason is, why they don't accept it.
2: So. Mm. And they, d- they, didn't, they didn't accept it. We were for whatever reason. by iTunes. So, yeah, so I haven't tried it to. probably re- heard about your legal wranglings with uh, the Google people. Yeah, I guess so. No, they totally cut out um, Blanket podcasting rights for campus radio stations. So now if we wanted to podcast our shows through iTunes each show has to do it individually wow. so we figured yeah. we were going to get around that and we were going to do the UMFM music network and the UMFM talk, ne- talk network yeah you would think it was a good idea no but days, uh, no no no, well,
0: no we have no. a we have a workaround like you can go to our page you can go to one of the podcast episodes and like I really encourage people to go to witchplease.com and actually just check out the episodes because we have links to the bands actual websites we have the videos of the funny, pictures. Funny, funny pictures funny pictures yeah but I mean you can go there and it says to subscribe to the show by iTunes click here and it's just a thing that uh we don't have an itunes page for our show but you can click that and it'll just the feed will connect yep. to your itunes and do it that way so you can still do it if that's how you listen
2: to podcasts that's how we do our podcast yeah it's it come through <laughs> itunes
0: yeah. so i mean i don't want to discourage anyone from using any form you know if you're listening awesome however you're doing it you know but uh yeah so and stitcher is like the main i guess like podcast app that people can find us on
3: yeah I just sit outside the bedroom window where you guys record, and I catch it. It's you know, <laughs> got right. like a little tape Ross Raw, right. yeah. unedited. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. All the yeah. talking during the songs. I'm up. behind the blankets. I yeah. don't know if you guys are.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we're on UMFM, and because there's a Pledge-rama, how long is
2: that going on until? Uh, goes till Friday, 8, 8 p.m. We'll shut her down. We'll all go sleep. And uh, and after that, they don't accept your money anymore. No. Well, <laughs> no. Hey, <laughs> hey, you know what? We'll accept your money whenever you want to give us your money mm-hmm. throughout the year. The donate link is there. But this is a real big push for us this week. Uh, running uh, to the 24th up until 8 p.m. Uh, uh, 3, uh, or sorry, 6 a.m. until 3 a.m. Uh, daily, 204-474-6610. You can, uh, you can visit us online uh umfm.com/info/donate uh we accept a myriad of payment options and uh payment terms and payment plans and we'll uh will really uh we'll help you give us your money in a very quick and painless fashion
0: and if you're listening to the show live as it's happening right now, um, in a couple of days you'll be able to hear our regularly scheduled show coming out is with UMFM's Michael Elves, and he also uh, talks a lot about, not so much about the pledge drive, but about campus radio and like, kind of the importance of it and everything. What was his theme? His theme was khaki. Hmm. <laughs> it was a oh, good very nice So yeah that, nice. that that comes out on Wednesday If you're listening live uh, If you're not You should just go back In the archives And check it out anyway But if someone's hearing this After the fact In podcast form uh, What do they do If they want to donate
2: After the pledge drives over call me find, <laughs> find me jared at umfm.com no uh, you can go to our, the front the front of our uh, website yeah. there's a handy dandy link right down the left hand side we'll take you to a secure uh, page on the website you can uh, fill in your informo- information with great confidence or you can call us uh, 204-474-6610 or uh, outside of pledge drive hours 204-474-7027 just visit umfm.com or come by you know what we're friendly folks we'll Give you a yeah. tour, uh, you know, I'll, I'll give you a cup of coffee and we'll talk about uh, all sorts of stuff. So,
0: and are you still actively like, are you always trying to get more volunteers, more people doing shows constantly? Like
2: yeah. Constantly, uh, one of the big things uh, that we've done in conjunction with our volunteer coordinator, Amanda Ucission, uh is we have developed what we call our graduated training uh, process, so lots more different uh, streams to learn about radio not just being on the air yeah. but uh all facets so if you're interested and you want to think about going into things like broadcast and communications you know what come work in an actual radio station it's uh it's lots of fun good people good people good music no pretension or not just much. a little bit <laughs> of <laughs> pretension <little> well. <laughs> 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 we're a <cab, we're laughs> campus <laughs> radio station come on it's, it's the culture yes so. exactly someone on this campus has to be pretentious it's true yeah. it's
3: true this will be yes.
2: Yes, it should <laughs> be us. Yeah. If not us, who, you know? That's right, really? yeah, yeah.
0: Well, maybe the, the professors and Well, there's yeah, those guys, yeah.
2: but, you know, nobody can approach them. We're That's approachable. Right. <laughs> That's right, 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 right. No. Great.
1: Awesome. All right, and our other guest has been Grant Partridge.
3: Yes. And you have a website, bluetshirt.ca. And, and I'm also on Twitter, at Blue T-Shirt, and I'm on Facebook, but I'm not giving you my Facebook. Oh, info. You know my name. Oh crap. So got out of the bag there. It's over now. It's all <laughs> yeah. over. Yeah. But, uh, I won't. Uh, you up you cannot be my friend. No. 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 Sorry.
0: Uh, I, people, they may not want to be after. I that's right. Hear that's you right. No. no yeah. <laughs> um
3: So you got. We have one more song you wanted to play uh, before we. Uh, that's yeah. right. Some, some 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 last minute can con just, just slip it under the door there. Um, so this is a sine wave. This was like when I first started to dal- dilly dally with the station here. Um, Sine Wave was number one on the charts and uh, Blue t-shirt it, was number two It was not a competition <laughs> thing, right? That's right, it was a friendly rivalry Not really, but um, uh, <coughs> Mark was a, uh, a real good guy And um, this was a pretty great record So uh, this is, um, the song's called Elephant Size Pimix Which ties back into our her dance yeah. theme And the title of the LP uh, Interplanetary Ridicule You know, also hints towards the sense of scale That we've been, te- you know, teasing Plan- for Plan- the whole. Quite year, large so, yeah. so, nice,
1: well yeah. thanks for tuning in To another week of Witch Police Radio See you next time.